Welcome to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget. And welcome to Homestyle for Beaumont Tiles. Drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. I am producer Jane Neild, joined every couple of weeks in the podcast studio by Shana Blaze. Hello, Shana. How are you? Hello. <laughs> hey, I need to talk to you about your pink door. I keep seeing on Instagram little shots of you. And might I say, I, I need to do a class with you or something, Shana, how you managed to come up with the little reels and the things on your Instagram uh, that you do. I do get help. It's oh, not just I me. I hope you do. No, I'm no, like, no, no, no. She's a busy girl. Anyway, <laughs> there has been sightings of a pink garage door on your Instagram. It's becoming a little notorious. Can you please run me through the pink garage door thing? <laughs> this is, it's so funny. It's, um, I, I work with 4D doors and I, last year, you know, the old roller door, it actually fell on me. Oh, crikey. Yep, okay. <laughs> yep, it fell on me because it broke. So I thought, oh, thank God, 4D doors are on board. So I got yep. a brand new door. And because it's down laneway, I got a door that um, has not just the, the um, rolls up, but it yep. has a door within it. This is what I was really obsessed by. So and you can get into your garage without yes. being in a vehicle. <laughs> and, and what I loved about it is because this is a, a laneway and it's the only access into the building mm. and it means that you don't have to roll up the whole door, expose your life every time you walk into it. A lot of people with inner city living have their garage doors as quite a prominent piece. So to yeah. me, treat it as art. And yeah. the reason I went for that really bold, bold pink is because of the bricks that are in the building. They're called Hawthorne bricks mm. and they're very the orange <sighs> and reds yep. and and. Everything that I was putting with it absolutely looked horrendous. So the only option was to go bright, bold pink. And this is custom coloured and it's um, from Germany. So it gets made over in Germany okay. and then comes over. And I'm not joking. They they asked, I'm thinking maybe eight times, are you are sure? sure? Uh, they'd never done a pink door. <laughs> so apparently it's going to be on trend because it's all about Barbie it's oh, coming yes. up There's in summer. Barbie movie coming Barbie up. Barbie movie. Yeah. So my pink door will be totally on trend. Mm. Um, but it's it's a sense of fun. Like the, the door that was down the end of the laneway was black. It was a roller door and it was functional. But now it's just like this little song for me when I come home yeah. and just having that yeah. bold colour. It's incredibly functional and um, I've already got a few people commissioning some photo shoots in front of it because oh, it's so unique. Yes. Wow. Oh, see, this is what it is all about here on Homestyle. It's about design. How it incorporates into your life, and I think Shana, for you, you know, knowing that you can just walk and whip in through that back door, and like you say, you know, not have your entire life on display as the roller door comes up, um, then I think is fantastic. It changes the functionality of such a much used but forgotten part of your life. And I think I think also going for that bold colour. It's um, I love doing things that people don't think you should have. You know, we're all yeah. about sort of not exposing ourselves. We're all about fear of dating, you know, things that will date and things that won't last for eternity. And it's it's a, it's all about the moment. And mm. I guarantee if you're matching the colour to the brickwork, you're matching it to your lifestyle, you're matching what you do, it's not going to date because you've done it for a reason. Like this colour isn't because of something that is happening outside of me. It's happening it's, because of yep. my life and what I do. Do you remember uh, last time we spoke the term 
some dopamine dressing. I reckon that's what you've done. Uh, that was from Rachel Kilding, who's joining us in a moment from Beaumont's. That that sort of thing they noticed at the Milan uh, Design Week was these little pops. That's exactly what your garage door is. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Dopamine dressing. I think it's going to become a new thing. We are going to be talking about the right white in just a moment and how to choose it. The complete opposite, but then I think that allows those pops to come through. And why white is such a popular option, especially when it comes to bathrooms at the moment. And Rachel Gilding, the product communication specialist from Beaumont's, is going to join us. Shana, another thing I've also noticed you uh, on your socials, you have your little bedding range with Harris Scarf. We're in the midst of a fairly cold Melbourne winter and, I mean, places, you know, around the country, there's there's always those extremes. What to me, when you're doing this range with Harris Scarfs, what would you recommend to me as a little bit of a midwinter splurge, maybe just oh. a little zhuzh in the bedroom? I can't afford to do the whole package. Well, can't, can't afford to do I, everything. I think what if can I, I say a few things and then you can, uh, you know, cherry pick which one that yes. you want. One of the things is like there's three different types of um, mattress toppers. And so okay. this winter there's a lamb's wool one. Ooh. And I haven't had it before this year. And can I just say frolicking frolicking on my bed with my lamb's wool <laughs> topper is pretty damn fine. So definitely just gives you that softness underneath, Ooh. which is quite gorgeous. But yeah. I'm right into double doonas. Double dunas. Like, you okay, know how you think on. double denim? Yes. I'm going double dunas. And As in one is, on top of the other. Well, you know how we have a, a throw at the end or we have yes. a quilt? Yes. I've been actually using my range and sort of, you know, because a lot of the dunas um, have contrasting or complementary colours, they can work yep. with each other. So yep. I've actually got um, the featherweight doona and mm-hmm. then the wool doona. So there's two different oh. weights. And one I've actually got as the normal doona in the flannelette, which is just yep. so gorge. Yep. And at the end, I've got the doona like a big comforter. Yep. And then at night, I just roll it on top of me and, oh my God, the double doona. And then you can kick it off later if you want and then stick your leg out the side if it's too hot. But you know you you know when you jump in bed and it's freezing and you can double doona and then you can take it off. So I highly recommend, I'm wow. going to coin that phrase, double Double doona? Double doonering with Double Shana doona? Blaze. Absolutely, with the own little dopamine. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so glad to hear that because I'm known for piling lots of rugs on. I'm like, fashion-wise, this is probably just looks like a complete shambles. But double doona. If you start the double doona fashion, then the nest that I end up in may not look so bad. Well, and the thing is also, like in the, the doona cover range, um, a lot of them have a different colour on the underside or a separate pattern. So when you roll it over, it gives you a completely different look. So you can actually double doona but get four looks out Mm. of it. There you go. Love it. Absolutely love it. And look, you know, I don't think anyone's really coping with electricity bills at the moment, Shana. So a good investment is a second doona for the double doona arrangement. Mm -hmm. Way better than keeping the central heating up. I think it's time that we welcome to Homestar, which is, of course, thanks to Beaumont Tiles. You can drop into one of their 115 stores and let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. We need to talk to Rachel Gilding, the product communications specialist from Beaumont Tiles. Hello, Rachel, once again. Thank you so much for joining us on Homestar. Hello again. Thank you very much for having me. Now, are you a double doona kind of a girl, Rachel, or is this sounding a little luxurious? This is a new life hack for me, and (laughs) I think it's going to change everything. I've been waking up in the mornings feeling a little bit frosty, so... Rachel, I'm telling you now, it's a game changer. I did it for a luxury look and then just kept it on there and just went, oh, hello, this ain't going anywhere this winter. (laughs) 
That is dreamy. My life has been changed. Oh, always helpful is our shade of blaze. And the good thing is, Shana, on that you can keep the light featherweight one for summer. Absolutely. Mm. You've got your Flexibility. Doona. Well, we love to delve into little aspects of design here on Homestyle that, you know, people might have been considering, they're thinking, they're renovating, they're building, they're perhaps buying a house and thinking about what they would do one day in the future. We want to talk about the right white today. Shana, when I say the right white, I can't even remember how many episodes of um, Selling Houses Australia I've seen of you going into a space and completely completely transforming it with just the right white. So tell us a little bit about that. And Rachel, I'd love your design philosophies as well. There is so many different whites out there because of the types of base. So the two basics though is um, a blue white or a yellow white. And the blue white has that very coolness and crispness. And, you know, that we use that to get that brightness and that light reflection. But if it's got too much of a blue undertone, it can really make it feel polar so it can actually make it feel icy mm. so depending on your natural light what you put with it um, it can be quite cold then you have the undertone of the almost the yellow base which could be like a magnolia it could be a milky base it could be an almond base and they all it all depends how much yellow or a little bit of brown goes into that um, to, to just flatten that polarness of the white. So it's really important to look at the different types of whites that's going to be in your home, especially for when you go into a bathroom, because that is one of the coldest places in mm. your house because you're going to have tiles on the floor and walls. So you've got to be really careful about those white choices. What do you think when we say uh, the right white, Rachel? <laughs> there are so many shades of white and it can <laughs> at times be extremely overwhelming. But Shana hit it on the head with the two different types. So if we broke it down into the two different types of white, your cool whites and your warm whites, that gives you a great starting place. And white is actually the largest seller and most popular selling wall tile colour in the nation. So we as Australians absolutely love that feeling of brightness, of airiness, um, especially in the bathroom, as it can be one of the smallest and sometimes the most darkest areas of the home. Do you think some people use the white, and, and I'm just asking because you're on the floor of Beaumont's um, and, you know, just for knowledge with my customers, do you think people choose a lot of white because they're terrified of making a yeah. colour choice? I think yes. There's a yes and no. So... I think traditionally, maybe in the last five years, we've seen a big resurgence into using shape and colour, which we used to steer away from quite a bit. So it's exciting to see a transition coming through. But I do think that there is a bit of a, a nervousness to bringing in a colour and why white is so popular is because it is, it is very easy once you get the right shade. Yeah, yeah. And, and it also, as you said, it, it reflects a lot of light. Like there are a lot of bathrooms that don't have big windows mm. and light reflection is so important and and getting the right white is so important because actually some whites absorb light you wouldn't think yes. so mm. so you know definitely going for those those yellow tones um, will absorb the light more so Shana when you say like the blue whites like what's I'm, I'm thinking for some reason then I just go sort of all modern apartments and glass and lots of you know that cooler like is that Am I on the right track there or is it a place that has a lot of natural light that you don't actually want to warm it up anymore? Um, there's a couple of things. Yes, definitely the contemporary, uh, but also seaside. 
Oh, so because okay. you get a lot of yellow light that comes through. Interesting. And okay. the blue can counteract it and make yep. it feel um, a lot sort of elevated and crisper mm. um, because we tend to think blue skies, seaside, but the actual sun, it's the sunlight that comes through. And also that depends where the sun comes through on the part of the day. Like if you only get south facing here, you know, in the southern yep. hemisphere, um, if you're using a blue-white, um, it will never feel warm ever. Oh. So you have to like cut through that blue light and sort of go for a warmer white just to sort yep. of balance the, the extreme light that comes from the south facing. Um, so that's where you get a little bit of, you know, technology that comes into it all. Mm. Um, but, it, but it really is the coldness fact, whether it's contemporary period, country, um, you've got to look at where, how much natural light you c- gets in, where the natural light comes in during the day, and also what you're going to put with it. Because if you have, you know, beautiful, we're talking a lot of earthy tones. Mm. Um, if you're working with earthy tones and you want to create that feel, um, one of these beautiful bathroom packages I've done, I've based it on a beautiful, you know, Parisian sort of um, oh, nice. feel. Yeah. And it's all earthy tones. We've got, you know, those gorgeous aged terracotta look tiles. You've got to have um, a a warm white that goes with that because Mm. it's going to completely clash with the brown tones. So it's what you're putting with the the white makes a huge difference to what you select. Do you agree with that, Rachel? Oh, definitely, yeah. All about layering with whites. There are so many different tones. So being sure that the white you select is working with the rest of your selection is... Yeah, and I think that's exactly right, layering. Um, You know, when people come into the store and they get the tiles, the easiest way, honestly, is just to put the tiles next to each other and see, you know, you might go they're not working and I don't know why. It might be just a case that it's the wrong undertone of the white. Mm. Uh, But also the colours that you will see in the showroom will be completely different to what you see in your home because the lighting tends to be a lot of a cooler light in commercial environments. They're not as bad as what they used to be. Remember the old fluorescents, they used to be very, very white-based. You know, our lighting is so different now with our, our blue light, our daylight and our warm light. So there's three different types of lighting now that you have to, you know, tend with. So know that, you know, you can get your samples in in the showroom and they can look great. But when you get them home, you need to make sure they're going to work with your environment. So Rachel, do people take home samples then? I I always think carpets and things, but you know, how does that work with a customer who really wants to make sure that like Shana said, you know, their light could be completely different in their kitchen or bathroom? Samples are so important for tiles and I would never recommend purchasing a tile without taking a sample home and really getting a feeling for it if you are planning a big renovation or a big design. Samples are so important for choosing the right tile and obviously choosing the right white. We offer a delivery service for tiles so you can order samples online. Um, It will cost $25 just to cover the freight fee, um, but you get that refunded back with any online tile purchase over $250. Um, And it's the full size, which is so important. A chip of a a tile doesn't give the full picture and the full, uh, I guess, colour spectrum of of the range. So taking a sample back is, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're getting a 300 by 600, you know, if it's got that handmade look or it's a terrazzo or it's got a, um, you know, a grain in it. Um, Mm. The grain's change we want to have a little bit Mm. of flexibility in the look and the color so you know what you're going to get in a little sample tile um the colors might be different as it turns into a bigger piece definitely Mm. and light reflection if it's gloss if it's satin if it's matte they they all impact it and obviously the light in your home um and the the room you're in yeah and, and i think i think the funniest thing is that um 
when I when I first started selling houses, you know, I spent most of my time getting rid of like magnolia white because it was so yellow, and um, it's always creamy, isn't it? Always creamy, really, really bad. And um, you know, I I did it for fifteen years, so I I saw a lot of base trends really move, and the base trends were still yellow based when I started, and then we went to our cold whites, which Mm. everyone was grey obsessed, and I feel like we took we took the soul out of homes. Once we become, you know, it was a great change. It was really needed. But um, as it went on, you know, it was very soulless. Mm. And the fact that we've come into the new world um, the past couple of years, like this was pre-COVID, we started changing our base, getting a warm a warm white and a warm grey was it was a big start because people were terrified of going back to those warmer <laughs> colours. Um, but now we see um, the warm greys. Mm. And I think that's a really interesting that works still with contemporary but also works with period and any other type of home. So I think really have a look at that type of thing, even though we still only have our warm and our cool, yeah. that the warm grey um, is a really important one because it, it just takes the edge off that blueness Mm -hmm. and it means that you can have that that very grey contemporary look but you can still have that earthy tone so personality as well yeah Hmm. Rachel does it often happen though that people choose a whole lot of elements for a room say let's just talk a kitchen you might have chosen your tiles and then you're like oh I need my wall tiles to match this or you might have chosen your toilets and your baths and your basin and vanities and then it's like oh better go to Beaumont's and that see if we can match these is there, I mean, you could, of course, buy the complete package that Shana has been <laughs> working very hard on. But, yeah, how does that sort of work in when it's like, is it too late to try and match things after a while or is it um, something that you guys can help out with? We can always help out. And I guess when you are looking at either a kitchen or more so a bathroom, you've already got a few different shades, generally more than two already in that space. Like our, our basins are generally a, a true white and your bench top might have a grey undertone or a warm, warm undertone. So when you're coming to then trying to match a third element, that being your tiles, it's really important just to Keep it consistent with um, predominantly the the bench top that you're using. God, people there. thought tapware was hard to match. Now you got to match your whites. You know, <laughs> renovating and building is a whole. It's oh, a whole I think that's why so many people's heads, you know, just explode or implode <laughs> because you know they're. You think you've you've solved one problem, then you come up onto <laughs> another one, and mm. and I think people shouldn't be afraid of no. you know getting expert advice because yes, it, it, it's a big expense, but at the same time, as an expert, we have access to so many different things that the general public doesn't, mm. and you know, giving advice usually is using use of working with stuff and and knowing exactly what you're doing in that environment. Mm. So as as a customer, how can you know all that? Yeah, absolutely. And you're not expected to as a customer. No. It's, it's There's already so much happening in, in your design and in your build process that having a starting place like a complete bathroomware pack is great, but then getting some expert guidance either in hiring a professional or coming into a store is really beneficial. Mm. I, I guess the key thing to remember with white, yes, it's really overwhelming, but we've um, there are two different shades. So we've got the cool and the warm, and that's that's a really good starting place to understand. Yeah. Do you think do people usually start with the white tile, then try and match up to it, or pick a pattern or a, a grain or something, then try and match the white to it? 
It varies. I, I guess, again, coming, I think we mentioned it last episode, but having the hero piece first and then building from there is sometimes how people work. Other times yeah. it's they found a follower tile that they absolutely love and then building up the selection from there. It's really, it's a personal preference on mm. how you start that process. Yeah, I always tend to go for the pattern first, like go for the, mm. the big one um, and then try and match the one that goes to that. And sometimes you'll end up having a different look to what you thought you were going to have mm. um, because you started with that specific, as you call, hero piece um, and then find, oh, actually, I thought I was going to have a whiter tile than that, but mm. I'm not. Um, but it still gives you that exact look that you want. Mm. And in your complete bathroom packages for yes. Beaumont, uh, do you even go into things like then the paint colour that needs to go with all these things or is that just... <laughs> I, I think the paint colour is a little bit too far. We've got, okay. we've got the tiles. We've, we've, we show accessories. We show towel yeah. colours. We so show lots of hints on how to style. Hints, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think once you get the right white for your tile, it's easy yep. to match the paint colour. If you've got the paint colour mm-hmm. already sorted and then you try and match the tile yeah, to it, difficult. that can be trickier because there's more options of different paint colours than what there are tiles. Yeah. Would you agree with that one, Rachel? Definitely. <laughs> and also when you're looking at paint colours, majority of the time we'd have a tile maybe on the floor, potentially on the wall, but light changes depending where something is. So if we have a white floor tile uh, and we're trying to uh, match that to a paint colour that's on the wall, we will get a bit of natural variation anyway. Absolutely. But, yeah, I, I totally agree with um, Shana there, is selecting the tile before the paint colour and sort of having that paint colour as the finishing element to yeah. design. because I think we've got more flexibility with paint. Mm. Fantastic. And, of course, you can head on in to Beaumont Tiles. They have 115 stores. Talk to one of their specialists. Ask them about Shana Blazer's bathroom. Complete the CBP, the complete (laughs) bathroom packages, and they will help you find the perfect tile for your next renovation. Now, Shana, before we let you go, any recommendations? Anything that's been just lighting your little design fire this week? <laughs> I think it's it's really just, um, you know, Milan is just people mm. are still starting to showing all their photos. So if you just look for the hashtag Milan, oh. hashtag Milan design, um, unfortunately there'll be a lot of people on holidays and you'll see beautiful blue skies and yeah. people on <laughs> boats and, you know, piazzas and things like that. But it, it is a good thing to look at hashtags as well just to get that inspiration Mm. and I think as Rachel said last time pops of colour is very Mm. big and you know Milan and Italy are always ingrained with bold colours and we've been a lot more fearful over our lifetimes in Mm. Australia yes Um, but I think that the reality of of bold block colour choices will really come through once you follow those hashtags oh I love it Rachel are you as we speak tapping away at your Instagram account to follow hashtag Milan (laughs) I've been obsessed since the the fair the, a, a few weeks ago, so yeah. I can't get enough of Milan Design Week or Milan Design. Actually, that's a good hashtag too, Milan Design Week. Yep. There we go, for a little design inspo in the middle of an Australian winter. Uh, Rachel Goulding, Product Communication Specialist at Beaumont Tiles. Thank you so much for your time, Rachel. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. 
So I love that recommendation for uh, following a little Milan inspiration on Instagram. We do have a listener question. We love getting your listener questions via the email. Podcast at sen.com.au. Here we go, Shana. Oh, we've got a bloke emailing us this week. So hello to Fabulous. Darren in Preston who asks you, Shana. Shana, I'd love some advice regarding outdoor furniture. We've spent lockdown totally redoing our outdoor area and now we can finally show it off. But affordability is a big issue. You would still like to go with a classic hardwood outdoor setting, or are there some of the newer types uh, that are a good option, like plastic wicker? Is it okay to have the couch and comfy furniture in one style and a big table in another, or should we aim for one cohesive brand and style? There's a lot going on there, oh, Shana. Oh, <laughs> yes, and then thrown in affordability. <laughs> Here's 10 grand, Darren, and go for it. I think one of the things to really look at first because there is a, a quite a few sections of outdoor furniture that's claimed to be outdoor but then when you look at the fine print outdoor undercover oh, and most of the time a, it's yeah. not exposed to the elements so really be aware of how it's exposed to the elements because so that's interesting because there's a lot of difference between a fabric that's going to last in full sun and rain yeah. Or on a balcony where it's not getting... Because a lot of the times you might buy this and it's full outdoor furniture, but you have to take all the padding inside, all the cushions. So really be aware of, of that um, and what sort of, you know, whether it's got sunlight protection or whether it's got rain protection um, or whether you just have the furniture sitting outside in all the elements and then when you use it, you bring everything in. Yeah. So you've got to work yeah. out where your storage is for all those things. Oh, Darren. So have just, you got a shed? <laughs> well, it, it, it's just being aware of those. So yeah. it might be yeah. a case that if you have to bring all those things, maybe it's furniture that doesn't need cushions. Yes. Maybe it yes. might be the hardwood as Darren Yep. suggest. So you can mix up, you know, the hardwood and the plastic wicker. It is about making connection between the chairs and something that's in the lounge furniture. I think the world of matchy-matchy isn't here anymore. Okay. So feel free to sort of look at a different type of robust table and then have different chairs that go with it rather mm-hmm. than having the matching table and chairs. Mm. It means you could have your outdoor coffee table that matches the dining table. So there's that connection there. Definitely the plastic wicker is good because the rain goes straight through it. Mm, Um, Just make sure that the framing of it can be in complete outdoors as well because Mm. you can get somewhere you think um, it's all outdoor weather but the frame is metal and it needs to be undercover but the actual seat is all weatherproof. So there's just those little things to look at. Really interesting. I see so much outdoor furniture that gets discarded in hard waste and on the side of the road. And that's probably why, Shana, you've answered a little question in my head that, yes, it looks okay, but structurally something's rusted out and it shouldn't have really been out Yeah, there. and, and it, it all comes down to whether it's meant to be slightly undercover, like yep. sitting outdoors undercover, yep. or whether it's complete outdoors. Okay, so quite a few things to consider there, Darren. But I think the overall sense there from Shana is it doesn't need to be matchy-matchy. It's probably best. It's probably best because it looks like you've gone to a sale and just grabbed what was on yeah. sale and not really thought about it. So, yeah, at least, you know, make sure you're dining table and your coffee table are matching and your chairs have some connection. I think that works really well. And would you put the majority of your cash into good chairs that aren't going to leave Aunt Betty accidentally... You know, going That's A over the T. Thing. Or... <laughs> we can look at a chair and go, oh, wow, it's on sale, $125. Yeah. But after last? a year, the legs start moving. So yep. really be aware of quality and maybe what you can do and, and is start with four really good chairs yep. and just use other chairs that you've already got and then slowly build up to that as well. That's a good idea. You don't need 12. 
How often Don't do you actually 12? have 12 people over? Exactly. <laughs> Start with four. Love it. Send us your questions. Be part of the podcast. Uh, you can email podcast at sen.com.au. Thank you, Shana. My pleasure, darling. And we will join you in another couple of weeks on Homestyle. And share us with a friend. Tell a friend or a family member about Homestyle. And we do it all thanks to Beaumont Tiles with tiles for every style and budget. Thanks for listening to Homestyle with Shana Blaze. Renovating and don't know what style you are? Beaumont's exclusive What's My Style quiz will help. Visit tile.com.au.